Welcome to the Globig Podcast, where we talk to international expansion experts from around the world to make it faster and easier for you to take your business global. Hello, I'm your host, Anka Corbin, the founder and CEO of Globig. Today's hot topic is all about Generation Z and the new global virtual workforce. This is part two of a two-part series you're also going to want to listen to part one, where we talk about and kind of define this, this new virtual workforce. Our guest in this series is Mary Lemons, the Vice President of Human Resources Solution at Global Upside. Global Upside is a leader in helping companies transform their finance, accounting, and human resource function in over 100 countries. Mary, welcome again to the Globig Podcast. Hi, thank you for having me. Absolutely. So for those of you, we're going to go ahead and just jump right into the Q&A, but please listen to the first podcast where we talk all about um, Mary's background and all the great things that she's done in HR. Um, so let's go right in. So is this generation a, a HR manager's dream or is it a nightmare? How do, employees best, how do employers best utilize the skills of Gen Z in this kind of global virtual world? Well, it's definitely um, not a nightmare. So, in fact, when I think about that, I think um, from a working standpoint, you know, the um, if I can just reflect back on, you know, 30 plus years ago, you had people in jobs that um, couldn't really move around. There was an expectation if you changed jobs twice in your career, you were a job hopper. <laughs> so, I think um, from that standpoint, is that you know, in today's world, we have um, a job market where people opt in, you know, they're really voluntary workers and that they often, you know, choose to um, do what they do and they love what they do and they're not stuck in a position. And I think Gen Z's um, will bring more at any time, um, more than any time, they'll bring a, a desire to really be opted into what they're doing for an organization because They've done a lot of research about us. They have looked at our websites and they, you know, studied us out on social media. And so they're probably making one of the most informed decisions when they come to work for us. Um, so I think the only nightmare might be is that we haven't done our work to understand Gen Z and what their expectations are from us. But they're going to have a great skill base. Number one, they're just technology adept. Um, more than any other uh, generation. And they're also not afraid to ask questions and want to know why things work a certain way. Um, they may take some shortcuts, but they'll probably get the same results um, working smarter versus harder. That's kind of part of their identity. That's an exciting group of young people that are coming out, right? They're really, really smart. Yeah. They're really savvy. Mm -hmm. They're not afraid. They want to do amazing things. So they have this passion and kind of zest for attacking really hard things. Yeah, yeah. They'll, if anything, make us all as managers better because they're going to challenge us to be giving mm -hmm. them the sort of feedback and the input and the challenging work environment that they seek, right? Yeah, and I think there's going to be an expectation that they're going to be looking uh, for mentorship um, opportunities. They want to learn and grow, and uh, we'll need to be able to provide that as part of our 
organizational structure on how we can how we can help them grow. Um, from the stuff that I've read about the Gen Z interest in entering the workforce is that a lot of them are looking at the possibility of bypassing college, which I think is interesting and probably um, influenced by the fact that they don't want to graduate with a quarter of a million dollars in debt to go out and try to look for a job that might not be existent. I think that they're more practical and pragmatic in their approach. And so they'll be looking for organizations that are able to provide training and development opportunity um, in addition. Although, you know, most of the training isn't going to be sitting in a classroom. It's going to be hands-on doing the work um, and getting real-life experience, which is actually some of the best training that you can give your employees because we know that you can send an employee off to a to sit in a classroom for a couple of days, but it usually doesn't come back in terms of um, on-the-job uh, um, effect. Right. It's really that apprenticeship model that they've used effectively in other parts of the world that now is kind yeah. of coming all, you know, to everyone. Yeah. So how, I think yeah. that's a great segue to you. So they want these really exciting companies. How can employers make themselves more attractive to this Generation Z? Well, um, you know, one is having a social media presence and showing that, I mean, they are going to be looking um, as they're more driven by social activism and, you know, environmental care um, and having a connection with the social values of the company. I think the one thing in, for companies to be, you know, mindful of is making sure that your social identity actually reflects what's on the inside of your organization um, because the Gen Z will be pretty quick at sniffing out whether or not you're a fake. Um, so it's something to think about. I, I know I went through years ago, you know, organizations would go through their value process and I can't tell you how many times that I had employees, they got, saw the values listed on the, um, this was one company I worked at, they were listed behind me um, and framed. And I thought that was really great when I joined the company until the first week I was there, an engineer came up and said, yeah, you know, those values, that doesn't mean anything here. <laughs> I was so like, disappointed to hear that. But, um, you know, more than just um, putting on face value, um, that these are the things that we believe in, I think that companies are really going to be um, expected to live up to those that that value system, or they won't keep the, the Gen Z workforce. Which is wonderful, right? So they're going to hold us accountable to what yeah. we say we're thinking and doing, not right. just making it sound good and dressing us mm -hmm. up, right? How yeah. do you best reach this generation? What are the ways that you're going to be finding them? Because it's getting harder and harder to get really great employees. It's getting more competitive because it's not just in your local environment. It's, again, you're now a global competitor, right? Correct. Yeah, in fact, they say that the year 2020 will be the biggest war on talent. So how are we going to find these people? And I, a lot of it is that the Gen Z many of them um, receive their information and their news by their social media. Um, so we'll be looking at how we tap into the, the social media where that information is. I think LinkedIn and those other types of resources will be really valuable because they provide a more personal experience. Um, you know, the Gen Z is not gonna wanna see the automated, you know, dear, dear employee, we got your information, we'll get back to you but they're looking for more of a personal um, experience. Mm -hmm. 
you know, in the, in the first podcast, we had talked about what Gen Z is looking for as far as, um, you know, how their, their schedules are set up. They wanted more flexibility. They might want to be able to have some sort of remote access and, you know, maybe they want to do things from around the world from a, a company's perspective and from an HR manager's perspective, what sort of systems and processes do we need to have in place to to be able to manage this, right? To be able to pay and train and manage a, a workforce that's global, that's virtual, that's on their own time and schedule, and that might be doing this from remote locations. Like, how do you do that? Yeah, that's a a really good question. And, I, you know, honestly, I think that we're still developing how we work in a virtual world. Um, and there's always a little bit of a whipsaw between, you know, companies that allow their employees to have the flexibility to work remotely. And, um, and then all of a sudden they pull that back and they say they want to have everybody in the office. Um, so I think that we'll continue to provide, um, you know, more uh, opportunities for, um, computer-based training, as well as kind of the micro-learning um, climate where people get enough information, um, kind of the right information at the right time. And there's a lot of great resources that are developing out there in terms of training, where you have a library of access to, you know, maybe it's YouTube clips or any topic that you need to know more about. So I think we'll definitely see more of that. Um, and um, and I think the, the tools, you know, a lot of the um, kids coming out of school have used the Google Doc environment to collaborate. And so I think the expectation will be that the um, there will be resources involved so people do have ability to collaborate and get information and get information in a timely way. That makes sense. Are Gen Zers the ideal candidates for companies that are ready to expand international? Um, well, I certainly think so. I think they um, will be a creative and innovate, innovating and risk-taking type of employee. Um, I think that we will definitely need to look at how we create the developmental opportunities for them to, um, you know, not just survive but succeed in business. Um, there's going to be, you know, probably a little bit more training required because we may have more employees entering the workforce, perhaps without formal degree education, and how we can accommodate those employees that want to come in for that more apprenticeship type model. Um, I can see that. And now for global companies, that's going to be really interesting because not only will you have the how do we get them to be part of our culture, how do we get them to be you know, doing the work, but then there's the international differences on top of that, right? Right. Just understanding the broader global environment that we work in. And, um, uh, but there is actually some really great talent out there in the world outside of, you know, the United States and um, some pretty hardworking um, you know, employees that live in environments where they work very, very hard and education um, has been more distributed. So I think the global work for you are definitely going to all be advantaged by the global market. 
You know, I had this opportunity just this week to talk to a couple of companies that are really looking at, and this is primarily in technology because it is somewhat challenging to get the types of developers that you want locally. That's not always possible. And, you know, they're really looking at offices around the world where they can bring in other developers from around the world, right? So they're not only yeah. are they looking outside of their home market as a base or having several bases, but then they're also looking at bringing in people from all different countries. So again, not just that locally there either. So it's really fascinating how we're all having to think differently about how we grow and how we find this talent. And most of them or many of them really are Gen Zs that they're looking for. Mm hmm. And I think, you know, there's always um, been a lot of work to help people understand how to work with different cultural groups or people from different locations. And I think the Gen Zs will really bring their kind of their exposure to the global. Um, they're really going to be the first global workers. Um, and so they've kind of already had this experience um, being out there in the world. And um, I think that they will um, actually work pretty well with their peers. Um, and global organizations. Yeah, there's already all these norms that they've grown up with, whether it's in, you know, if you're gaming or whether it's, you know, social connections, they, they really, as children, mm. already had these international experiences. Yeah. It's very interesting. Any um, resources that you'd like to share? You know, how can someone learn more about whether it's, processes to manage or, you know, just approaches on how do you deal with people that want to work on different, in different time zones and, and different schedules, you know, or just kind of all the things that I think HR managers are really having to deal with right now. Yeah, well, definitely on our globalupside.com website, we talk about, you know, things that are of current topics on how um, people deal with processes and, um, uh, push things out in a global organization um, uh, with some great resources. Fantastic. Um, is there anything you would like to add that I haven't uh, asked you about to kind of share any more information about Generation Z and, and kind of the HR managers' challenges with this, with this new generation? Well, um, I just say, I mean, I actually am looking forward to seeing how they shape our work environment and how they challenge us as HR people to figure out, you know, what their needs are. I actually feel very hopeful about the future, um, knowing that, you know, these kind of employees coming into the workforce, and I'm curious to see, you know, how they change our work environments and the conversation. Um, so I think it's going to be very fun to be on this next cusp of employees. I agree. I think it's fascinating and exciting. And I think that this, this generation, I am very hopeful in what they're going to bring to the organizations as well. Mary, I want to thank you again for joining us today. And I want to let everyone know, please do listen to part one of this uh, podcast series, which will also be at the bottom of the, um, the podcast description. Um, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast channel and then also go to globig.co for your online international expansion headquarters where you're just going to find one-stop international expansion marketplace, an abundance of free resources, training, planning tools, and a dashboard so that you can do business with all of your vetted experts around the world. Thank you.